Welcome to your sister-in-law podcast, a show where we explore the intersection of law, life, and innovation. Our goal is to educate and inspire our listeners by sharing insights and experiences from the world of law, tech, entrepreneurship, and more. I'm your host, Ritendo, a mom, wife, sister, and above all, lawyer. We will cover a wide range of topics from intellectual property, legal technology, and life hacks for achieving a work-life balance. I mean, is there such a thing? But anyway, I will take time as well to shine a spotlight on the experiences of women in law, sharing stories of their triumphs and challenges, and exploring ways to promote diversity and inclusion. So whether you're a legal professional, entrepreneur, or just someone who's interested in these topics, we've got you covered. With expert guests, insightful interviews, and engaging discussions, your sister-in-law podcast is your go-to source for information and inspiration. So thanks again for tuning in to our very first episode. But now, where do I begin? I am a mom of two. Two under two. Trust me, if you've got <laughs> two under two, at some point you'll be struggling in the mental health department. The one question I always have in my mind is, you know, how was I actually going to juggle, you know, being a mom with two under two and private practice? I mean, when I was still in private practice, um... I think I was married around that time, but with no kids at the moment or at that time or whatever it was, um, we used to fight with my boss. Like I used to be out, you know, five past five, I'm out the door. I'm out guys, you know, and this is because it's either I had an errand to run. I had the side hustle to attend to, you know, I mean, side hustles are a topic for another day, but I just had something to do. In-laws coming, my family coming, I have to cook. And I used to tell him, like, you do realize that when you get home, right, your wife would have cooked. So she made a plan to be home on time. So it's the same thing that I'm doing. And at that point in the law firm, I think I was the only married lawyer at that point. There were other females, right, but it's either they were single or, like, single moms and stuff. But I was the only married one, so I couldn't do the times. I couldn't do the 8 to 10, you know, and... I think this brings me to my next topic, which we'll talk about soon, where I'm just like, can women really thrive in private practice? I mean, women who are married with kids and a full-time job as a lawyer. Uh, if you're one of them, please DM me. We need to talk. Nevertheless, I really can't say I didn't enjoy my time there. I mean, that's where I developed my passion for intellectual property. Um, the firm allowed me to, to grow and allowed me to, you know, and it exposed me to you know, the field of intellectual property, and I did what I could. I did my best, and I feel like um, I couldn't I, I couldn't have gotten the opportunity elsewhere, you know. So, um, and also, funny enough, there was a point, I think, I think maybe in like three years into it, there was a point where I'd actually go into a shop, right? Um, I'd look for the new products. Every new product on each and every shelf that I went to, I'd look for new products, take pictures, you know, call the people tomorrow. Have you guys registered your trademark? Do you know the benefits of registering your trademark? I was, I was, I, I was on fire, you know, but um, it also then got me the opportunity of getting um, slots on, on, on 
uh, at conferences or, you know, workshops, seminars and all that, um, just to share and preach the gospel around intellectual poverty. And I mean, IP is my first baby. I mean, you can never take that away from anything. But um, I think the other point of discussion that we will also be talking about is when it comes to private practice, right? Is it really about you being in private practice for you to be a qualified lawyer, lawyer, you know, or like a lawyer in courts? Oh, or what is it? Because I feel like not everyone can get the opportunity, you know, to be in private practice. If you do get the opportunity, I mean, use it wisely. You can then see if you really like this whole advocacy thing or not. I mean, I, for one, I, I don't. Right. So my passion is in teaching. My passion is in talking, you know, presenting. That's me. I like showbiz, you know. But when it comes to advocacy and, you know, I'm too emotional. I think that's the biggest problem. I'm too emotional. I did it. Um, I mean, I sort of thrived. I mean, my pro bono case was a win, murder, but, you know, um, it, it wasn't really my thing. You know, I, 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 I'm a confident person, but it was one area that I wasn't really confident in, even though it wasn't so bad, you know? So I think maybe like for the law graduates that are coming up, you know, this is what I always tell them, um, through my association, and by the way, I'm the founder and CEO of Zelta, Zimbabwe Innovation and Legal Tech Association. Uh, our main thrust with the association is to just try and educate, you know, law graduates that guys, it's not always about the traditional, you know, paths when it comes to law. There's now there's a high demand for crypto lawyers. You know what I mean? There's a high demand for AI lawyers. There's a high demand for tech lawyers you know so let's let's look into those spaces you know as graduates because we don't all get the opportunity to be in private practice to be um at uh to be a magistrate or a prosecutor or a corporate um a lawyer whatever it is we don't really or we all don't get that opportunity so it's also good you know to try and focus in those other areas and then maybe see how best you can grow so like if you do get the opportunity to get into private practice i mean go for it you know get get to get to feel it around and see if it's something that you like but we don't want to get to a state where we have people who are depressed and stuff because they can't get a job and yet you probably have internet and you have a phone i mean TikTok is there now. Share information, share stuff that you know on TikTok. Create a TikTok account. I mean, go wild. You know what I mean? So anyway, before I go off on a tangent, I mean, I have been sitting on this podcast idea for quite some time now. And I mean, life just kept taking over. But I got to a point where I told myself, I'm just like, Rutendo, you just have to do it like Nike. LOL. I mean, there isn't a better time than now. IP is booming already in the metaverse, for example. Um, tech is slowly taking over AI. I mean, guys, okay, for starters, AI won't take over our jobs. I really don't think it'll do that. I think it will enhance our jobs and just make them more efficient, you know? Um, and more efficient, I mean, you can get information faster and accurately, sort of, you know? So I think technology is an enabler. We should embrace it in our respective fields and use it to be more efficient in our systems and how we provide our services. Um, I think um, I really hope to share, you know, and discuss so many issues around the law itself as a profession and as a service. Um, so stay tuned for interesting and thought-provoking episodes. Hang around and get to know me. 
and know me, know me, you know, I'm going to be as open as possible, as vulnerable as possible. So yeah, I think the next episode we'll be discussing um, the World IP Day, which is celebrated every year on the 26th of April. So I'm going to have two important and amazing guests over and we get to discuss the theme around women in innovation. So yeah, thanks for tuning in guys to our very first episode and your feedback is very much appreciated. Um, please listen, tune in and yeah, get to know me like I said. So yeah, that's all for now. Those pretenders.